0: Okay, and we're live on The Niche Agent. So today we've got a special guest for you. It's someone outside of real estate, so I always want to bring in someone different just to give you a different perspective. So today we got Mark Chez from CM2 Media. So Mark, you're actually a, a partner of The Niche Agent. So we wanted to have you to talk about some of the really interesting marketing techniques and things that you do for your clients and some of the things you've helped me with. So Mark, why don't you take a second and tell us a bit about
1: yourself and why you're here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. and It's great to, to be a part of The Niche Agent. Uh, CM2 Media is a service-based agency. Uh, We pride ourselves on making sure that our clients uh, get the maximum of their service. We specialize in web, uh, graphic design, video production, and search engine marketing, and SEO. Okay, So for you, a lot of your business is localized marketing, and I want to talk about
0: localized marketing and how agents can kind of use those services for their own business and how they can grow
1: their business. So why don't we go into a bit about that. Localized marketing is vitally important today's, uh, especially web world. I mean, that's the only place to be found. I mean, gone are the days where people call things, you know, the yellow pages, the phone book. It's Googling or finding things on search engines. And it's vital to any business success now to have a local presence. You can't just be lumped in with a bunch of bigger companies or any of the giants and hope that people are really going to find you whether it's on their smartphone, whether it's on their computer at home. Yeah. And a lot of people still
0: think of bricks and mortar businesses and they think they've got to have systems and marketing techniques in place for a bricks
1: and mortar business, but the online world has totally changed that. The online world has made the, the type of business is very, you should be specialized to your type of business, right. which falls right into the niche yep. I- idea. Yep. But you know that there's, there's so many different uh, aspects and avenues and ways to market your business. A lot of people think that the guerrilla marketing idea has is gone which you know localized delivery print materials things like that some people think everything is digital anymore and a lot of it is yep. based on you know smartphones and, and touch pads but you really if you are in small to medium localized business you really have to get out there and put yourself into the market for people to still talk to you yep. I mean real estate itself Things that still sell are people's faces yeah. of an agent of having a trust factor in that. And if you don't put that out there into a localized market, you're you're probably gonna not succeed. And that's funny because you mentioned about the everything shifting
0: to digital. Because I found even lately, I've shifted a lot of my digital marketing away from digital marketing. Or sorry, I've shifted away from doing as much digital marketing because everyone has gone to websites, email marketing, things like that. And What I found a lot of success with print advertising now different in different ways and different avenues to reach people or going door knocking door to door and making that presence localized has been huge because it's almost
1: like there's no competition now because people have right Right. well a lot of like say like direct mail campaigns would be a a prime example that email campaigns are critical in in today's you know, in today's digital marketing. If you don't have an email campaign, well, you're not gonna have direct contact with your customers unless it's completely on social platforms. But a direct mail campaign, depending on your business and what it is, and if you have, you know, if you're going, if farming is your thing, getting into farmer's mailboxes with a, you know, on that exact stamp, you know, direct address, you can deliver right to the people, and people's mailboxes aren't full like they used to. Exactly. They're they're not full of what's now called spam in your email yeah. box. You're not getting as much of that in your mailbox. Yeah. So I do want to talk about a lot more of the online stuff because
0: that is the shift. But we'll talk about when we talk about some guerrilla marketing and things like that. We'll talk about some print or print and offline marketing too. But with the online, where do you see the future of real
1: estate going for for marketing? Future real estate uh, clearly localized uh, as far as you know where your your Google ads your Facebook ads how you get word out there uh, hoping social sharing is incredible and the direct I'm sure people are sick of hearing about social media and that <laughs> loosely used term social media but from a direct audience from how many people you impact how many impressions you get you think about it from a billboard standpoint when you drive by it billboards can be very impactful yeah. but you drive by a billboard how many cars drove by a billboard and if it's the same billboard over and over it can be ignored or reinforced depending on what the market is the same thing goes for social media but you're going after those instead of being a hundred thousand cars it's a hundred thousand people that are directly interested in you you target them and so if you're selling a house in the gta whichever area i mean you can focus to your specific buyer The type of person that you know that you that you want to sell to. Look at the how people how people list themselves as a buyer or a seller. You you can target and go after it that way. So I guess to sum up the the localized real estate marketing would probably be to say that make sure that you get to know your target, go after your target, go after specific the specific person, the specific buyer in a specific area, or the specific seller, depending on what you're doing. You can target these things. You can narrow it down to uh, you know an exact person. Yeah. And don't spend a bunch of dollars on a blind, I'm going to advertise to 100,000 unknowns. Right. If you're going to advertise to 200 people that you are your exact client, it's a much better approach because right. if you get 10 leads off of that 200 people, you should be converting those. Yep, It's, it's actually fine. We just had uh, Virginia Mundin on the show recently. Um, one
0: of her things was she went from spending over $100,000 a year in print advertising and she said she wasn't getting business from it. She said they couldn't track it, they, couldn't, they didn't know where things were coming from and she had switched into digital marketing and she's been using Facebook to generate business, generating agent to agent referrals and she'd said she made over, I think she said $362,000 last year and 36 referrals from agents from using Facebook. So she cut out $100,000 out of her marketing budget and put it into building relationships online. So, it, for her, she said it wasn't just the online marketing. It's
1: using the online marketing to now build relationships with people and get in you front still, of those ideal people. The most critical thing that I find in business is still the face to face. If you want to do everything digitally, you'll probably get lost in a shuffle. <laughs> but creating those leads gives you, you know, you're, you now have a voice with that person, set up <laughs> a meeting with them. Still go talk to them. Yeah. That's going to, especially from a real estate standpoint, that's going to help your sales out a lot. Yeah, and again, you like you said, is you can choose that target audience. So if
0: you want to work with high-end clients, you can find high-end clients. Mm-hmm. On there. If you want to work with first-time buyers, if you
1: want to work with people who want, like hockey because you you're close to an arena, whatever, you can choose yep. who those people and are. And localized online advertising. I mean, let's just not stick to Facebook. I mean, Google Ads yep. or LinkedIn, you really got to evaluate where your money's going to be spent best How many people you want? Are are you putting? Is it about getting your name and brand out there, as well as your listings? What is it? Because if you're looking for just direct sales, you know LinkedIn can be a nice cheap way to get right to people's, you know, right on their pages. Yeah. Uh, Where Google Ads you can spend a lot of money needlessly. So you really got to have a good focus on what it is you're going to spend. Know your budget and your expectations should be. Uh, real and it's a good point because earlier before we were recording we were just talking about the
0: different social media outlets that you can use I think part of it is knowing what your niche is and then picking a strategy that works around that so if you're going to be marketing to executives or professionals or a certain demographic of people LinkedIn could be the good option or if you're going to go after someone who likes a certain type of interest Golfing, because you're selling golf homes, then Facebook may be a better one. Or if you're looking for people who are searching for a certain type of property, first time or condos, then Google pay per click ads may be a good thing because you can get in front of them that way. So your strategies definitely and, gonna depend
1: on who. And there's so many different ways to do it, whether it's the right. visual, the text ads, you know, if you're going to do the retracking on different websites, um, I would advise to. to not just jump in headstrong and think you're just gonna spend say you've got $10,000 to spend on online ads just don't go spend (laughs) $10,000. Do your research and narrow down the campaign is gonna be the best way for for a localized approach. So for you obviously part of your job and your business is to help
0: other businesses do this stuff. Do you think agents should be doing this on their own because I know a lot of people especially with agents we are headstrong people and we think we can do
1: everything. Uh, For me I know a lot of agents Maybe I mean also tech savvy, right? And and you, anybody can create an online advertising campaign. We get this question asked a lot, like why would we pay you to run our online advertising campaign? And there's a lot that goes, You can get a lot of money lost in the cost per click, right? Especially on Google, yeah. but Facebook now you can too. The cost can run away from you. Uh, you can get lost in your targeting. Uh, we can run timing sequences for you when you're running your ads, when you're not. Um, there's a lot of money you can blow and it doesn't need to be, you know, lost that way where we can handle the whole campaign, give you the confidence, show you the results, right. and then you take those results and, you know, let's go on to the next plan right. from it. So yeah, I would say, unless you really know what you're doing and how to properly target, right. uh, hire a professional. Yeah. And it's, we use the line when we're working with clients, we say,
0: hire a real estate agent professional. You wouldn't sell your own home. You want to hire someone to do it because they know. So, now, again, just like some people can sell their home themselves, some people can do their ads themselves, but as a majority of agents out there, they don't have the time, the expertise, or the energy, or the know-how to,
1: to do that. There's again. that there's that real estate board commercial out there now where the uh, anti-terrorist unit comes into <laughs> people's bedroom, and it's like, it's so true. You know, you should have, if you would have had an agent, yeah. you know, you would have known that this house had a problem, and that's the yeah. same thing. We can We can identify some issues with what you think you should be doing right. to save you money. And at the end of it, it's... Like
0: we say with clients, it's putting how much money you're putting in the bottom dollar in your pocket. And it's the same with your online ads. If you have X amount of dollars, if you have a $1,000 a month budget, it's the results that you get from
1: that. Not the return how much on spend. investment is always the key. And that's where people get lost kind of with social media. They get obsessed with things like likes. Right. And you and I have talked about this, about the, the niche agent. And the obsession should not be with the likes. Right. It's the people that are following you that actually like your page, right. the people that are engaging Who's sharing your stories, who's who's taking part in yeah. what, you know, who's who's listening to the podcast, who's going to YouTube, right? And then telling yeah. the world about it. So, now, I mean, like you said, a lot of people are, you throw around the word social media
0: and it's one of those buzzwords. I almost think it's kind of dying down now, I, I hope, because it's something every agent you talk to says they got to be on social media. One of the things that which has had staying power is search engine optimization. It's changed, the effects of it and how it works, but can you talk a bit about how that is important for real estate agents and how they could take advantage of some social media well strategies.
1: there there's nothing more important than like we say googling now is the term yeah now if I'm looking for a home in Burlington Ontario I'm naturally going to probably say homes listed at between whatever price Burlington Ontario right well if that home can't be found on that search engine you're probably losing out right you know there's mo- multiple different listings uh, engines out yeah. there for real estate um, those have to be optimized if you have a, a common thing is the URL. Right. You know, but that stuff helps you with search engine optimization. If you're not going to get involved in search engine optimization, especially within your own website, um, you'll fall behind. Right. People, I won't, I've been a recent home buyer, and I would not have found my home if it weren't for the ability to be online yep. and where I bought it. And I was looking for you know, new home builds in the area I live in. Yep. And one of the first things that popped up, checked it out. Very nice visual presentation, and there was a sale. And unfortunately, just for the listeners, uh, Mark bought that before he met me. Otherwise, he
0: would have bought it with me. <laughs> that was through a builder. <laughs> okay, so I know there's been changes with search engine optimization, and it's getting a lot more away from the spammy stuff, which I think is a good thing. Most businesses agree it's a good thing, because what it does, it's leveling the playing field. You still have to know a lot about it, but you don't have to be doing crazy tactics. Sending a thousand backlinks to your site and getting people in it's, posting all over it.
1: It's more real. It's very content based now. Right. Google made these changes last August that to, to avoid the robots and the people that were faking it, to, yeah. to allow people to really put a good effort into building a solid website and communicating their key terms, right. having real content about those key terms. If it's a real estate listing, where are you listed? The area, you know, the address, yeah. what its features are. These things all would have to appear on the listing and right. on your blog. Right. And it made blogging much more important as well. To not just be a a tool to put out a bunch of keywords out there. Right. You had to have content that was focusing on it. They've narrowed down the amount of times you can mention a word, right. because people don't speak, you know, yeah. write like. <laughs> You know, by putting, you know, real estate house for sale 50 times on a 300 word. Unless it's the niche agent because they're always talking about that. That's right. (laughs) Um, And again, for
0: four niches, that's even more important and ever more critical because if you do have a niche, whether it's farms, whether you're working on condos, whether you're working on investment properties, waterfront properties, whatever it is, that gives you a lot more opportunity now because you can provide that custom content. It's not just general real estate stuff. It's it gives you an
1: opportunity to, to become that specialist. You should be the specialist, anyways. So you should know the content. Well, from the a search engine standpoint, but, without you know just talking aloud about this, like if you were just a condo person and your blog featured articles about a bunch of condos and mentioning condos, and I do condos in Toronto. You're, you're going to appear a lot better on right. search engines than just somebody who is a real estate agent in Toronto. Yep. And I know a lot of
0: agents use templated websites, which is fine if you're getting started, but if you really want to get good at your niche or get good at online marketing, those templated websites all have the same thing, the same
1: articles, the same things that are all across the board that and cover the way, everything. The way they submit to the search engines is identically the same as well, right. which is a problem because then you're lumped into everybody else that's doing the same thing. Right. So having a niche, again, which I've said a thousand times, is going to help you
0: differentiate yourself. It's not going to only help you offline; it's going to help you online too. Yeah. So some of the strategies that people use is we talked about is guerrilla marketing. Can you talk about some strategies that agents could be
1: using, or that you've seen have worked, or that you've used, and even outside of other businesses? Well, the person-to-person thing. If you still have the time, you know, meeting people, scheduling networking meetings, you know, right. putting yourself out there. Business cards are so cheap today. And a lot of people think they don't need them because you can just find people online. I will guarantee you most people still have business cards they collected a year ago. They may dig through them. They may have them in their wallet. Uh, Business cards are critical from a guerrilla marketing thing. uh, Local posters, local billboards, local bus ads, these things. Facial recognition and the trust factor is still there. Digital advertising. Localized digital advertising, and I'm referring to like LCD screens. Yeah. That are in your local, uh, you know, license bureaus, medical buildings, anything like that. Yeah. That kind of stuff is a new wave version of guerrilla marketing because right. that's very localized. You know, they target. You know, if we're in Burlington, I'm going to go see. You know, at this Burlington Medical Center, where I can go get a pizza in yeah. Burlington, or you know, that kind of thing. For niche agents, is listings can be very key on those kind of yeah. um, because you have a, you have a dedicated audience is typically bored out of their mind waiting too long <laughs> in a medical center or wherever these signs are you can catch a person very easily and they're very affordable right so that's that's a kind of a new wave yep. uh, a way of doing it and i think too again it depends on who you're what your niche is
0: and what your audience is i have a, one of my coaching clients has uh they're going to be they're working on becoming the community ambassador for their neighborhood there's four or five hundred homes in their neighborhood and she's heavily involved in the community her kids go to the the nursery school or went to the nursery school uh they played baseball in the baseball in the park there uh she's involved in some of the community organizations so her marketing is now spent in that neighborhood she's her presence her, exactly and yeah. she's she's making herself be that community ambassador so People say, oh, print advertising is dead. Well, no, because her print advertising is going specifically to that neighborhood, to those people who already know her, like her, and trust her, and just
1: reinforcing that she is that professional. For what you spend on print nowadays, to reinforce something and be that face out there, it's very affordable. Right. But, again, it has to be strategic.
0: It can't be just blanketed. A lot of people spend a lot of money on print advertising without a strategy or without a market That's a waste. So, (laughs) I'm I'm sure you see a lot of it on your end.
1: Um, With... With guerrilla marketing, where do you see people making mistakes then? One is just literally saying, okay, I have 100,000 flyers, I need them delivered. And going to Canada Post or wherever, you know, U.S. Post, wherever it's going to be, and just saying, I need these delivered to an area. Right. Well, that's problem number one. Problem number two is if you think you're going to deliver 100,000 or you only have a budget to deliver 100,000, you should probably do 25,000 four times over. People don't gravitate to somebody typically the first time they see them or see a flyer. You've got to have a presence established with them. You've got to become somebody. To do one drop-off wherever it would be or one appearance at some kind of networking meeting or anything like that, you've got to be repetitive in what you do. So whatever you think your budget is, either quadruple it or divide it by four and do it four times. And it's funny because
0: I've talked about my friend Adam on the show a few times. Uh, He has a little farm area, and it's 230 homes that he's been focusing on. He started last June and he's now on his I think, seventh listing in the neighborhood. He'll probably do about 10 deals, almost about a hundred grand in business from this little neighborhood. And he said, I'm going to focus on this little neighborhood because I'm gonna, I could have the budget to do it for an entire year. I'm going to put away that money and do it over and over and over again. And people laughed at him and said, oh, 230 homes are ridiculous. Why would you do it? Go bigger and, and spend more money. And he said, no, I'm going to stay focused. and." Now everyone's coming to him going, Adam, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? What, what, what are you doing? What he just said, I started small. I knew what I was going to spend. I had a budget for the year, and this is how much I put away for it,
1: and it's paying dividends. It's Have a key focus and be patient, Yeah, especially with something like guerrilla marketing. Yes. That's, that's a mistake that a lot of agents do, is they give up.
0: They, they do it for a month or two months, and they go, oh, it didn't work. And will bring you down in the business world. <laughs> and. Then, uh, and we've talked I mean, on the show, we've talked about many strategies that you can use for now business, but I think it's also important to have those longer-term, foundation-based businesses where you're building
1: that reputation, building your database,
0: not just the deal around the
1: corner. Real estate is is so based on trust and referral that, yeah, you, you really have to be patient with it to put yourself out there and, and really get to understand who your client is.
0: We've talked about some strategies, but what are the, where do you see the future of things going? We would mentioned before... Uh, Mobile marketing, things like that. Where do you see some avenues that agents could
1: could pick up on that haven't been overused or that? Well, mobile marketing. If you're not going to be doing any mobile marketing, and especially like with your website to have it mobile friendly. Right. um, When people think mobile friendly, uh, literally it means scaling down the content. Now to do it right, scaling down the content. That if I am driving by this area, I want to find something. I find your website. I get the basics of what I need from a mobile marketing standpoint. Google is now doing search engine marketing from a mobile standpoint, and they're actually identifying is your site properly formatted for mobile? Is the information condensed for mobile right. Right, to display exactly what you need? Yeah. So if you think you're going to put out, you know, the old days, especially from a search engine standpoint, used to be the more content, the more pages you had, the more likely you are to be found. Right. That's not the case anymore, mm. and especially from a mobile standpoint. So you really got to make sure that your site is mobile friendly right. and that it displays correctly. Nothing looks more foolish than having a site where pictures are running off the device. Right. There, there are ways and tools and programming to get these things to show up properly on every device. And if your menu system doesn't work, people will go away from you and you've just lost a potential sale. Right. Uh, if you're not into mobile marketing now, you better get there in the next year because you'll, you'll be lost. Do you have any stats so people can look? I know I, mean, I know some of the stuff and how important it is, but how many people are actually using mobile marketing? Because some people don't realize. Well, from from a search standpoint of using yeah. their phones and their yeah. their touchpads, yeah. uh, most recent fifty to sixty percent of people find something via mobile. Yeah. Right, and that's only going up. Yeah. Because more people have these devices, or they're more reliant, and they become much more friendly to use, and the networks are much better. Right. Um, People are now using these things. In Apple, what they just came out with is the interactive system. The next wave is that your phone, computer, and touchpad will all interact together. So that's only going to push things more to the mobile side. Right. right? And eventually do away with what we know as computers.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, very rarely. I don't know anybody other than a couple people in my office that have PCs. I mean, they'll still always have their place, I think. but. Most people, from their personal use,
1: are switching to laptops. And even right, that desktop working stations will, out in some way, shape, or form, will be there. But the way most people find information, they want... People's attention spans are very small now. Yeah. They want simplicity, they want to find it now. They want it on their phone immediately, they want it on their touchpad immediately. So, that that is the direction. Yeah. There's no other... Way to say it that get mobile friendly. So other than other than just having a mobile friendly website,
0: which they could get from someone like you to build them that, or, or yep. other services and providers. But what else should they know about going mobile friendly or doing their online marketing? Uh,
1: targeting. Okay. The, the key is, is mobile targeting, right? For sure. Uh, and not trying to cover broad ranges, broad areas. Don't try to be the everything. So be a niche. Be a niche. Oh, it's <laughs> as far as mobile goes. Yeah, for sure. You gotta be. I mean, if you just get if you just drove off the highway and you want to find something specific, I mean, you've got to be that specific person that's number one being found. And especially on mobile, based on the device size, yeah. Nobody's gonna scroll through ten pages of search engine results. Yeah, they're gonna find the first one, two, maybe three. Yeah you've got to be that it's
0: funny because you just mentioned pulling off and trying to find something my best friend and i went camping this weekend and uh we were driving up and we were pulling this town we've never been in we he's like you want to get some lunch i said sure i said where do i i don't know what's around here so he pulls up his phone and on his phone it had little dots with all the maps and all the restaurants and he just went oh there's harvey's there's wendy's there's whatever and we picked the thing because it was on the phone. Right. There could have been other restaurants who didn't have multiple oh, sites, and yep. we missed them, and they could have been great, Yeah, you've
1: but got to we make sure. found the one that was there because it was there. Yeah. You've got to make sure you're getting on all your mapping tools, You know, every one of those map listings that's out there. If you want to be found, be found, and that yeah. includes all of your real estate listings. Yep. So right on your website. Okay, so what are some strategies then
0: that people can start implementing? If they're not fully ready to go into it, what can they be doing then to get more localized and more targeted?
1: I would say that really you, you've got to get down to the basics right. of what are you trying to achieve and focus on that from your content. Right? Don't try and be everything. Don't have a blog written on 40 different topics. Right. Narrow down your blog because blogs are still invaluable to search engines. Yeah. right. Narrow down what you are. Right? Figure that out. That will help you get found from, if you're just talking basics of somebody, without hiring anybody, right. how you can help yourself. Um, I would strongly advise against mobile plugins to your site. Have a professional do your mobile site. Right. Um, get your site mobile though. Yeah. Because if you're not, um, people will just avoid you. People get frustrated. Yeah. Right. So I would I would definitely suggest that. And then from if you're going to be doing a uh, basic online advertising campaign, focus on like let's just use a Facebook campaign as an example. Right. Focus on your narrow market. Don't go to fifty miles away. Like yeah. try and get your localized people to build up your reputation they can find you in any way so if they click on you on Facebook everything's got to be optimized to then be mobile friendly and close to you. A lot of people will will try different
0: online strategies. I I was just teaching a class a couple weeks ago and uh, one of the agents had asked she she said how do you know what strategies to do because I've tried a bunch of them and none of them worked for me. I know a lot of agents have that new bright shiny uh, object syndrome and they some new marketing thing comes up and they try that and they try this and they try that. What advice do you give to someone like how much time should they put into it before they say it's good or not or how much money
1: or how much energy should Time they put and in? budget are going to be the, the two big questions and a lot of people don't like when we sit down and first talk to them, one of the questions I have is what are you prepared to spend? Right. And it's not because I'm going to try and take all of your dollars, <laughs> I need to know yeah. what is it that is this realistic, okay. are your goals realistic? So have goals and have a budget. We can meet you somewhere with it, yeah. but if if, the, if if those goals and budgets meet somewhere, we really got to try. You probably implement a couple different strategies to go online, yeah. and then you know put put those dollars in there and give it a good three months. I mean, if it's not an immediate campaign, you've got to give something online a good three months. Yeah. Just from a search engine standpoint, things don't take off the second you put them out there. Yeah. Uh, video is very powerful, right? So a budget for that, and and YouTube is powerful from a search engine standpoint. But let's make sure that you've got a timeline set that can be, it can be optimized properly. Right. right. Too many people expect. I just put up a website. I just put up a blog. They want feedback immediately. Yeah. And it it doesn't work that way. Just because you can instantly put it up doesn't mean you're get instant results. No. No. You've got to get traction from it too. Yeah. Like when it's read once, well you hope that it gets shared and read again. But don't rely on other people. You've got to make your own push too. And
0: again, going back to the niche, it's important to have. A f- I always say, pick a couple of strategies and target things and work with them. I was talked with a, uh, an agent a couple months ago, and he'd said, "Well, I need to be on every social media platform out there because I need to be seen as much as I can." And I said, "No, pick one or two. If you want, and be if you're going to use Facebook, be the Facebook guy and learn everything you
1: need to know about Facebook and go deep with it." Yeah, too many people want to be on Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter. If you, that takes time, yeah. and if you're not going to be good at things, and if you're not going to be gathering audiences, organic gathering of audiences, yeah. well, and having non like people want to put, especially in business, with their with their social media pages, all they want to do is sell, 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 sell. Yeah. People aren't interested in the hard sell unless they're looking to buy that. Right. But I may see you. You have a good content about a local area, a blog post you wrote, some good photos on that. You share that on social media. Now I may follow you. And I may look to you as now the expert of that area. But you can't do everything, you can't be an expert at everything. And being everywhere is you're gonna exhaust your dollars into places they shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to do a search engine optimization campaign and a Facebook campaign, okay, stop. Right. You know, that's where we start. As your business grows, maybe you look to expand a little more or spend a little more money on building your platform within a Facebook, within Twitter. Right. But but to try and do everything all at once is one of the most critical mistakes especially people starting out do. Yeah, and I I tell people is is you got to get to the point where you can automate
0: it and once it's kind of, not on autopilot, but it's running itself, then you can take over something else. But until you get to
1: the point and you can't, if you haven't tracked it, if you haven't got predictability from it, then you shouldn't be moving on yet. Right, and what we do for a lot of our social media clients is we create a monthly calendar. Right. And it's a flexible calendar because you never want to be caught with your pants down (laughs) of talking about a topic that is, you know, insensitive at the time or something just happened in the news. But you create a calendar that's flexible that has some some things that people will you know blog posts that people will be interested, little facts uh, about the industry. Like we have a mall client, so we're doing Mobile Mondays because they have seven mobile sellers within the mall. Hmm. So Mobile Mondays is going to give you the latest facts about the mobile industry. Right. So it's an indirect sales pitch. Yeah. Right. But people are also getting the newest thing that's coming out. Develops a little excitement about that. Right. The real estate market is no different. You know whether it's Yakano market, new new types of buildings coming out, what's being built. Even if you think to uh, being a new homeowner, think of like heating and cooling systems and what's worth getting in your home and all these things. Getting that kind of information can really help rather than just being such a salesperson. Yep, yeah. and I've always
0: said, have other guests on too. If if you are afraid of coming up with all that content yourself and you you're not sure if you can every week come up with something, bring on, if you have preferred vendors, if you've got lawyers, if you got home stage, if you've got uh, contractors and things like that, have them come on, have them write blogs for you. exactly what we're them. doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> so it, there's a lot of strategy you can use, pick a few strategies, master them, and get good at them.
1: And one of the things with like, a, from a networking standpoint and a business tip alone, the give and take is huge. Yeah. Offer something to somebody and they will often give you something back, yeah. right? and if people would have their own online audiences leverage their audiences with something that you're providing for them yeah absolutely okay well let's wrap up quickly so why don't you give I always ask people to give their golden nugget so if, if
0: someone's just kinda of getting started and they're learning they wanna get involved online social media or website what's the
1: best advice you'd give someone have a business plan and then from there sit down and talk to somebody as a professional even if it's just picking their brain but have a clear budget in mind that's solely marketing based don't go into business Um, I see this a lot in restaurants that they put all the money into the upfront the look the aesthetics of it and they don't put money aside for marketing well how's anybody gonna know where to find you so in real estate and that like make sure that you've got the materials to back where you're trying to sell what you're trying to do that marketing budget is going to be critical to your success and don't expect an immediate you know windfall of things Be patient with your plan and execute it, and you, you'll if you keep pushing, you'll succeed with it. Awesome, that's great advice. So, for the listeners, if they want to check out what you're doing, check out some of the
0: marketing stuff. I mean, obviously, you've helped me with this. You've been crucial with me getting this off the ground.
1: If people want to see how you can help them, if they're just interested in getting information, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, email or phone call. Visit our website. Um, it's cm2media.ca. Um, I'll give my phone number on here. Okay. You can call me directly at five one nine. And your website again, just so... cm2media.ca. All right, Mark. Well, we appreciate you being on the show.
0: And uh, as the listeners will see what the work you've done with me on this, they can see the kind of work you've done and, and check out some of the other stuff on your site and see some of the people you've helped. And if they have any questions, they can connect with you. And we look forward to having you back on the show another time. I'll definitely do it again. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you.